goodness gracious, Anne, what? Well, I won't use the language she used, but she used some colorful language. She's like, what is a floral flourish? So welcome to this week's episode where I'm going to talk shop with you. I'm actually going to share something that behind the scenes as decorators, as designers, even florists know this. There's this whole concept called the flourish. It's the end of the show. And that's what we're going to talk about on this week's episode. Let's take a break to thank our sponsors. Holiday Decor Podcast listeners, your support of our sponsors makes this podcast possible. So let's go ahead and give thanks to them and we'll be right back with this week's episode. Do you have a large home that you need to get party ready this season? Do you have a house that's over 3,000 or 4,000 square feet and you're thinking to yourself, I do not know where to start? Well, if that's the case, we have an exciting free training just for you. And this free training is going to help you decorate your large home, church, or property without busting the bank or spending countless wasteful hours trying to get everything done. So join us for our upcoming free exclusive webinar, How to Decorate Your Party Ready 4,000 Plus Square Foot Space, where you and I will unpack the secrets to stylishly elevating your holiday decor this season on a budget. We're going to train you just like we train our professional holiday decorators. So don't miss this opportunity to elevate your holiday space. If you're responsible for decorating the church this year or you're decorating your friend's house or your own home and it is a large space, don't get overwhelmed. Go right now and register for your free ticket at our upcoming webinar at www.holidaydecorhome.com. That's right. Go directly to www.holidaydecorhome.com. All right, it's definition time. So the first thing I want to do in this episode is share with you the definition of what I lovingly call the floral flourish. Now, the floral flourish, how many of you have ever been to a fireworks display on the 4th of July? Or maybe you've gone to a big Memorial Day celebration and there is this lavish fireworks show. And at the very end of the fireworks show, they set off all these, all these uh, fireworks in sequence like really fast. Well, in theory, that's the concept of the floral flourish. It's kind of like the end of the show display, if you will, in any given room. Now, in holiday decor, what that looks like is in any given room, there's this little surprise where there's an abundance of, well, we call them florals because we use faux florals in the holiday decor space. At least we do. We mix some real and dried in occasionally. But for the most part, the, the decor that we work with is faux florals. And so one of the things that sets great holiday decor apart from so-so holiday decor is actually the concept of a beginning, a middle, and the end in any given room. And that's the concept behind the floral flourish. So let me know wherever you're watching this or listening to this podcast in the comments, chime in. Does that make sense? Because this single key 
When we unpack this with our clients and we show them examples of how rooms are different, how the actual decor looks different based on the concept of including what we call this floral flourish, all of a sudden their eyes are open and they're like, oh, I get it. Now, have you ever had an outfit that was, was okay, but it wasn't great? Maybe it was just a straight up simple black dress. And you're like, I know it's a good dress, but it just doesn't quite look right. And then you put just the right necklace with it or just the right hat with it or just the right scarf or shoes. And all of a sudden the ordinary turns into extraordinary. Well, that's the concept that I wanna unpack with you today on mastering the floral flourish lavish holiday arrangement techniques, where and how to use them. So let's go ahead and get started first. What is the floral flourish? Well, it's that focal point in any given room where there's an abundance of the decor that you're using. And it's kind of like the end of a great chapter of a book. Now, that's the concept behind it but I wanna talk about the lavish holiday arrangement techniques that help us actually achieve that floral flourish. So one of the first things that we do when we are helping you design your holiday decor or when I'm just training a group of, you know, maybe a ladies luncheon or I'm training a group at the church, when we're talking about this, I explain that there has to be an element of with bated breath, right? There has to be an element of the unexpected in order for your arrangement to be lavish. Now, it doesn't have to be crazy expensive. It doesn't even have to be off topic or out of context, but it does have to be unexpected. Now, I'm gonna use this as an example because we were at a football game recently where it was really close until the end, right? It was one team scores, the other team scores. One team scores, the other team scores. And it was like that all the way up until the last minute of the game. Well, in the same way, in theory, the, the concept of the unexpected brings excitement to the experience of your holiday decor. It's kind of like somebody comes into your house and they're like, oh yeah, 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 it's pretty. And then all of a sudden their eye lands on something that's really special or unexpected. And that's really what we do when we create these lavish holiday arrangements. And that technique is one of the things that I wanna to give to you this week. So would you like to know what my top unexpected elements that we use to get these lavish holiday arrangements are? Let me know, would you like to know? Well, of course I'm gonna tell them to you. So there are a couple of things that I always have on hand in order to make these lavish arrangements and, and create these unexpected moments. Now, the first one of these you have access to. It's very easy to find. Your craft stores have this stuff. You know, we have a cabin in the Lake Tahoe area and every season I go out and I make a massive pine cone haul, right? I collect pine cones and we, we have them in all different shapes and sizes and we use them for a whole bunch of different things. So here's, here's what I wanna share with you about the first part of the unexpected. 
So let's just take a pine cone as an example. Now, a pine cone is absolutely beautiful in its natural state. You can get them small. You can go all the way up to the, we have some sugar pine cones in the Lake Tahoe region that are in excess of 24 inches. Yes, in excess of two feet. They are massive and they are highly sought after. But you take basically what you do is you take an ordinary element. Maybe it's a maple leaf. Maybe it's a pine cone. Maybe it's just a random round ornament. But here's what you do to make it lavish, to create a floral flourish or a flourish, if you will, in your holiday arrangement. You take that item and you apply something to it that is radically unexpected. So let me give you an example with the pine cones. So we take pine cones and we, you know, cure them. We make sure that all the bugs are gone and all that kind of stuff. And then we dry them and, and we get them into a, a really good, clean state. And then what we do is we'll take custom paint colors that match our clients' homes and we will paint those pine cones up that color. And then we'll add something special on top of that. Sometimes it's as scrap <laughs> sometimes it's as extravagant as gold or silver or copper leaf, like the real stuff. Sometimes we'll roll them in like a, a crystal. You know, I don't even know how to pronounce the name. It's Swar a Swarski. <laughs> Forgive me. I don't know how to pronounce the name. I can spell it. Um, but it's the they're actual real crystals. Sometimes we actually cover them in little Mod Podge strips of fabric and or tissue paper. That tissue paper. That's actually one of my favorite things to do. And then, so I guess what I want to share with you in this first part, and I'm going to give you a couple more of my, my best tips on how to actually create this without busting the budget and without taking a ton of time, because those are my two pet peeves. Somebody write that like in the chat where you're listening or give us a thumbs up because my two pet peeves are busting the budget when it's not necessary, right? I'm okay to spend money on things that are that are valuable and classics and all that kind of good stuff. I, I don't like the, the poverty mentality. I'm totally okay with actually investing in good quality materials and things like that. But what I don't like to do is waste money unnecessarily, right? It's actually, it's not a waste, but you don't wanna spend money unnecessarily. So these tips that I'm gonna give to you are time-honored tips from my holiday decor work where we had to figure out a way to incorporate the flourish, like I said, without busting the bank or without putting too much work on the shoulders of the craftsmen and women who are, you know, we have a we have a manufacturing partnership and they help us make our holiday decor custom. So we want it to be a really nice ebb and flow. So that was a long way of saying that you two uh, if I can do, trust, actually, let me put it this way. If I can do this, you can do this, okay? Because anybody who knows me knows I'm I'm a better, way better designer than I am crafter, okay? I like crafting, but I tend to make big old messes. So I don't know where I'm going on that one, but let's let's reel it back. So today's episode is Mastering the Floral Flourish, Lavish Holiday Arrangement Techniques. And that's really what I want to give to you. So the first, the first best tip that I have on the on this is this. Let's use 
unexpected elements, natural, normal things that are also part of your holiday decor, but let's decorate them up or fancy them up in unexpected ways. So my top tips for that are, you know, paint colors that match the year round decor, adding, using Mod Podge to add like fabrics or tissues, using sparkly things, whether it's, I don't love using glitter. Can we just have a moment? I don't love glitter in holiday decor because it gets all over my clients' houses. So I do try to avoid it wherever possible. However, the when the crystals, you use like the little bags of like the little mirrored pieces or the crystals, that actually can have the same effect, but it doesn't make as big a mess. Can we get an amen on that one? Okay, so that's that's one of the things that we incorporate in. Now, the second thing, this is one of my favorites, okay? Now, you know the little mirrors? Have you ever seen little mirrors, whether they're round or square? So one of the things that I love to do is actually have those on floral picks and put them in the lavish holiday arrangements and then add in the little battery-powered fairy lights. What it does is it takes a very normal arrangement, right? A very normal garland or a normal centerpiece, maybe even oh, you've got this on your mantle and you wanna create this floral flourish, this moment of wonder and excitement. And one of the easiest ways to do this, and I am so surprised that more people don't do this, especially more designers. I don't know if they're afraid of the little mirrors. I don't know what it is. I don't know if they think it's like too disco ball, but I'm not talking disco ball. I'm actually talking taking the little mirrors and putting them or gluing them to floral stems, right? Floral picks, and then putting them into the arrangement so that they not only reflect the arrangement, but they also reflect with the fairy lights. It's magical. It's just spectacular. So that's one of my top tips, not a lot of people use. So you might wanna take a look at the peek at the show notes and see how we do that. All right, let's take a quick break for our Tinsel Time feature. Are you guys loving our Tinsel Times? We've, I have to give a quick shout to our producer, Darren Eubanks. He and his wife have done some of our Tinsel Times. I think this week we've got a new special guest. You can find out more about him in our show notes as well. But let's give it up for our Tinsel Time feature and we'll be right back after this week's extraordinary, awesome, fancy, and fun. Welcome to Tinsel Time, where we enjoy something extravagant every week just for fun. Would you like a fancy and fabulous way to make your holiday tabletop sparkle? A top request Anne gets from clients is for the sparkly formal table. Now it takes some effort, but it is a memorable holiday happy fest. Let's see how she does this. First, layer an upholstery weight designer fabric as your main tablecloth. Then layer programmable sparkly lights hiding all battery packs, remotes, and wires. Then layer tool over the lights and either a sheer opalescent or color to match. Finally, set your table, making sure the lights are appropriately placed to enhance and not distract the formal diners from their chargers, plates, meal, and conversations. Now this is a time-intensive fancy tip and takes some patience. However, it supremely elevates the dining experience, especially for sit-down formal dinners. 
depending on how you program the lights, you can magically switch colors to match specific courses during the meals. Yes, this is completely over the top, but at Tinsel Time, Extravagant is the name of the game. Finally, set the table and let the light show commence. Formal and very fancy, you can even set these to music. Grateful formal dinners with fun people. See a few pictures in the show notes at HolidayDecorHome.com. Now, before I get back to where and how to use the floral flourishes, I want to make sure that you are totally clear on this concept because this thing, this little thing, mastering this one tip will actually take your holiday decor over the top. And I don't mean over the top like the guy who's got like the entire Christmas village on his front lawn. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about over the top in terms of elegance, over the top actually in terms of ease. You know, my husband has this saying, he calls it GPA per hour. Say that with me. GPA, like grade point average, per hour invested. Well, I want you to think of this training, this podcast tip, this mastering the floral flourish as increasing your holiday decorating score per hour, like making your return on investment really spectacular. So I want to give you tips here that will help you elevate your holiday decor game without taking too much time. It's like holiday decor per hour invested, right? That's the ratio that we really want to, we want to maximize. Okay, so we talked a little bit about what it is. It's, it's that kind of ta-da moment, if you will, in each room. Now, the next thing we talked about were, you know, the whole concept of taking something ordinary and putting it in the arrangement, using mirrors on floral picks and fairy lights and putting those in the arrangements. Well, there are two other things that I consistently go back to. And no, they're not like fancy expensive ribbon and other stuff that other people talk about. No, the, the well, here's, here's one of the really cool ones. Have you ever seen those? They're just like sheets of tin foil type paper, but they come in any number of colors. Have you ever seen those before in the craft store? They usually come in a package of five, 10. You can even buy them in packages, you know, bulk like 25. And they're little metallic pieces of paper. Well, what I love to do when we're creating these flourishes like I said, without busting the budget or taking too much time, is actually take those and crumple them up a bit, really like take the, the center of the piece of, of metallic paper, um, rub a little, like crunch it together, and then again, attach it to a floral pick and put that in. You mix that with the mirrors and the fairy lights, holy Toledo. It is beautiful. And what it does is it provides kind of this, this magical reflective ta-da space with not a lot of effort. Now, I don't recommend you do this like over the top in every arrangement, but a little bit, especially in unexpected colors, can really help elevate your holiday decor. Now, there's one more that I use and and I will admit this is my this one is is if you've got a little more room in the budget. Okay, well I'm just going to give that up as a as a quantifier before I tell you about this one. But 
there's there's one other thing that I like to use very consistently, and that is crystal or glass cut rounds. Now, sometimes you can find these at the craft stores where they're, you know, um, they're, they're cut almost like jewel shapes. So I love to use those, but even more, I'll use like a, have you ever seen a Waterford crystal glass or a goblet before? Have you ever seen um, something like that? Well, what I like to do is I like to find like cut crystals in different shapes. And you can order these online where they actually have a hole, or if they don't have a hole, you can drill a hole in the bottom. Like I said, this one's a little more cost, um, this one costs a little more. It's a little more time and labor intensive. But we will take these little crystal rounds or crystal shapes and we will put them again onto floral picks and put those in the arrangements. Now, there's one other thing I like to do with these. If you use those in the holiday flourishes, the, the you know, for your flourishing portion of your holiday decor, one of the things you can also do is take these crystal rounds, cut a hole in the top and use it as a note card or a place card if you're having a sit down brunch or you're having a sit down dinner or something like that where people actually have place cards so that you're able to tie in all of the holiday decor. And then what I like to do with those is I actually like to send those home with the guest, which they can then use as a Christmas ornament. Let me know if that makes sense in the show notes, um, in the blog, wherever you're watching this. So hopefully you're getting, you're getting the picture here. I wanna share a quick story. How many of you have ever been to a home and you're like, I know the home's really pretty and I know the holiday decor is supposed to be all that, but it just kind of falls flat. Well, I'm going to tell you a quick story. <laughs> and there are no names because I want to protect the innocent. And this was, in fact, probably 20 years ago, at least. So my husband and I were invited to this holiday party. And the person who was hosting the holiday party shall remain nameless. And, and you know, she's a lovely woman. And she had spent a lot of money hiring someone to do the holiday decor. And so, you know, all of us were expectant, right? We're like, this is so cool. This is before I really did holiday decor. I was like, this is going to be so cool. I'm so excited. She had a beautiful home. And we got there and I was like, doesn't look like much, doesn't look like anything special. Now, I say that and hopefully maybe you guys have seen from my last one. I shared a picture of my epic fail tabletop like it was bad. Okay, so there are no stones in my hand. But here's the here's the principle of the story. A lot of times um, it's not that we don't have good intent and we don't want to make the spaces beautiful, but we just don't know how. And that's one of the reasons I'm doing this podcast. I want to give you the inside track on how you can take the ordinary holiday decor and turn it extraordinary without a ton of effort and without busting the budget, without breaking the bank. Does that sound like a good idea? All right, so let, let's go ahead and... and wrap up this finishing the floral for flourish. Well, so here's here's the thing. When I went to that party, I realized that there was no main event. Do you know what I mean by that? 
So have you ever been to a house where they've got like four Christmas trees, but then one Christmas tree is like the main tree, you know, or you go into the department stores and, and you go around and the department store is kind of decorated nicely, but it's really wow when you get to the top floor and you get into the Christmas department and you're like, awesome, now we're talking, right? Well, when houses don't master the flourish, the finishing touches, the lavish arrangement piece, and there's no kind of end to daw moment. There's no, you know, um, end to the fireworks show. Well, everything kind of falls flat. So even if the fireworks show had been amazing, if it just ended, you'd be kind of like, I, I don't know, is it is it over? Like, the, is it over? I don't know. Do we go? Do we not go? And you just kind of sit there. Well, in the same way, the floral flourish and mastering that, learning how to actually create a lavish arrangement that you can have in each room or maybe every other room that draws your eye. It's kind of the main event. That's one of the keys to creating memory worthy, fun, really exceptional holiday decor. Now this is Ann McDonald. Hopefully you're having fun with me in this podcast. You know, I love the the whole concept of home and spaces and places. Now I, I want to share a quick story with you because I, you know, we talk a lot about special and, you know, lovely and elegant and all this kind of stuff. But you know, when, when I was first getting started, my husband and I did not have much money. In fact, our first couple of Christmases, there was no Christmas tree. It was, you know, kind of a wilting ficus tree and I hung some Walmart ornaments on it. I mean, it was, it was pretty lean. And there was one year when my husband was in graduate school, it wasn't even a ficus tree. I think it was just a plant. Like we had a, a semi-dying plant in our apartment and I was like, I don't know about this. <laughs> like, you know, and, and I thought, you know what? No, I'm actually going to take care. So, you know, with a couple Walmart ornaments and a couple, you know, little bit of creativity, it was like, okay, I made this plant our Christmas tree, right? This is, this is our floral flourish, I, though I didn't have language for it at the time. And so I guess what I want to share with you is it really is the heart of the home. It has nothing to do with how much money we spend or anything like that. It's actually the, the heart that we have turned towards our home. And I want to end on this for, for this week's podcast. You know, over on our Instagram account, the Holiday Decor School, if you're not following us over there, go ahead and, and follow us over there. We just started this account. It's really, really sweet. And I was talking about this in one of our lives. I said, you know, the most important thing that you and I can do for our holiday homes is actually fall in love with our home again before we do any decorating. Now, I know maybe you want to redo the kitchen. Maybe you want to move. Maybe you want to paint some walls. Maybe you want to change out your furniture. You're like, Ann, you have not seen my home. And it's like, you know what? It's okay. It's okay, but there is and there must be something in the space that each of us can be thankful for. And that's what I want you to turn your heart towards this week as we talk about mastering the floral flourish, lavish holiday arrangements that are, you know, beautiful and spectacular and over the top and really make a statement. What I want to encourage you with for this week is the foundation of those floral flourishes 
those things that are really going to set your home apart, well, the foundation for it has to be gratitude and love. I want you to find something that you love about your home, that you're thankful for about your home. Share that with us in the blog posts, in the comments section, you know, wherever you're watching this. And just know that from my heart to yours, the holidays really are about a season of celebration. It's not one event here and one about one event there. It's really about creating and curating spaces and places that can move us forward instead of holding us back. How fun would it be to spend a day working on your holiday home design? What would it be like if you could actually create a storyline and a color story for your holiday home? Well, we have an opportunity for you that is new this year called Holiday Decor Live. My team and I have an entire day set aside where you can come in and out and workshop with us and learn how we create fabulous, beautiful, stress-free holiday homes. We'll be sharing with you our happy holiday decorator system and the same process that we train our professional and certified holiday designers in. You can find out more information about the upcoming Holiday Decor Live Masterclass on our website at www.holidaydecorhome.com. Don't miss this one, friends. On January 1st, you're going to be sad if you missed this year's Holiday Decor Live. We have a seat with your name on it. Again, you can find out more information at holidaydecorhome.com. This is Ann McDonald with this week's podcast. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Make sure to check out those show notes at www.holidaydecorhome.com. I want to invite you to subscribe, rate, review, and share the Holiday Decor Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere awesome podcasts are found. Thank you for listening. For more information and tips on how to turn your home into a place of joy this holiday season, please visit HolidayDecorHome.com.